You're listening to Sunny Side Up, a bite-sized podcast that brings you real-world insights that help go-to-market professionals evolve and stay up-to-date on the latest trends. Join us as we share best practices and proven techniques from industry experts and practitioners. Today's episode is made possible by Demand Matrix. Demand Matrix helps you complete your data stack with technographic, intent, and revenue potential data to help you accelerate revenue. Thanks for listening. What's up, everyone? Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Ajit, and today I'm back with, uh, again, one of a very, very special guest. His name is Mr. Rachit Maheshwari. A good friend, a good social enthusiast, I would say. And there's a very, very different topic that we are going to talk about today. Uh, People might just talk in light sense about it, but he means business out of it. Uh, So I'm going to talk about him uh, on a topic, how brands stand out. Now, again, very vast and very vague statement, but trust me, we have something really insightful coming out of this. Well, Rachid is a seasoned marketing professional who has a keen interest in how brands attempt to, you know, occupy a place in people's heart and minds by creating a very impressive and memorable presence uh, throughout the power of new age media. Uh, well, he's uh, he's currently acting as a social media manager with uh, Wipro, and he's been a most in- integral part in defining their online presence. So let's welcome today with me, Rachid. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, hi, Ajit. I- I'm doing well, and thank you for that wonderful uh, introduction. I, it's, I'm just very glad to be here today and you know having this conversation with you. Fantastic. It's always been a pleasure, Rachit. Whenever we've been catching up uh, since about this whole topic or even in general, uh, we've been talking about various ideas. And I think that Sachin came out because of the whole uh, Indian Premier League, which is going right now. And I'm a huge fan out of it. And I re- I remember you spoke about uh, one ad, uh, which is about the great Indian cricketer named Rahul Dravid. And that's where we clicked, you know, why don't we pick up this as a topic where there's a great, amazing ad, which is more of a trend jacking today used by many, uh, many people across the industries. Right? Am I correct? Yes, uh, absolutely right. Because that ad basically picked up on an unknown side of someone like Rahul Dravid, whom you you know, relate to being very calm and composed and that ad shows him as being angry and just completely (laughs) losing it. And then you saw, you know, other brands like Zomato pick it up and of course, just play on the whole thing. So that was something that stuck out to me and uh, definitely I, I wanted to, you know, talk more about things like this and how brands use these phenomenon to basically make their presence felt. Because Absolutely. that's what's uh, difficult in today's world, right? That there is there's just so many brands and there's just so much noise out there. Very true, very true. And I think uh, our love, be, our Indians love cricket, and I think Indian Premier League stands to be a very integral part. We've been talking a lot about it, but a big shout out to Rahul Dravid and my favorite Sachin Tendulkar, two great gentlemen of Indian cricket. Uh, and I think uh, we should take some credit for uh, for cred. I think that's what the companies who's doing that ad. I, I think I'm going to give a big shout out on this podcast to cred to if they are going to listen to this out. So uh, before we deep dive, you know, uh, let's let's get started, Rachid. Let's 
start with something let's understand more about your passion which is of course digital social media why don't you walk us through about your journey so far right so uh, basically ajit i completed my uh, mba from iim bangalore in 2015 after which i had an opportunity to work with an ngo that was uh, selling non leather fashion products basically their whole uh, thing was uh, not cruelty free fashion right okay. this, this ngo was mercy shop and they were selling these non leather clutches handbags wallets and so on and uh, post which uh, i i did this for about a year post which i got an opportunity in the corporate marketing team of wipro and i was given the responsibility of handling uh, their social media presence so i took this up it seemed like a very interesting project and it is it definitely is and yeah that's where i am since 2016 fantastic rachit that's that's so good to hear from you so uh let's let's understand <clears throat> you spoke about this brands and then we spoke about this whole ad also so you know uh, today if i look around all brands are really you know competing with uh, one another for visibility uh well i could i could say b2b or b2c but it's a tough job right what i want to understand from you is for this particular visibility as an aspect uh, you know uh, and advertising campaigns to you know come for their target uh, or trying to get the customers attention so what are your thoughts or what do you really think about this whole thing how are they really changing about it how is the visibility factor getting into a play now what are the different ideas they are take uh, looking after see uh, here's the thing ajit i think this is a very interesting question because you know by its very premise and by its very definition a brand is meant to stand out so as a brand if you're not standing out you know you should ask yourself what is it that you're doing because if if you're not a brand you're just a commodity people will not miss you they will not i mean you're just replaceable and you should be indispensable as a brand that is what you know your goal should be now of course with a lot more avenues for a brand to reach people it's both a good thing and a bad thing because on one side people are just getting barraged by ads every you know everywhere they go and it's it's annoying and they just want to shut out the whole noise but brands have this challenge of trying to stand out here so what i see brands doing is you know just going out of the ordinary just instead of just putting out a simple ad maybe just elevating the whole experience you know that's what brands are supposed to do they're supposed to elevate the end users experience you know transform them from their current state to a state where they wish to be their desired state basically and i see brands doing that through like one of the things that i see is uh, what i uh, what is called multi sensory marketing basically just beyond a visual thing which is typically an ad it's a visual medium right so beyond visual just appealing to their auditory senses as well there's like asmr advertisements which cause tingles to viewers and it it gives them a memorable experience in a different sort of way uh, and there are like of course there's like changi airport which gives a whole immersive calm uh, experience to people true true very true yeah that way i think you know just by giving them something extra in terms of the experience which makes it memorable is how brands are standing out 
No, this is this is a great thought, and I think I love that very powerful statement because if it's not a brand, it's just a commodity. Uh, we don't realize this, but that's the fact of the you know aspect of the game. We 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 both been into this B two B game, uh, and I think it's very easy. You know, if you're really uh, we we try to do this whole lot of ads, we try to create those you know nice images, but um, we just don't understand the analogy. It's it making really stand out to the right audiences. If it's not, I think it's just like an it's just like an ad which everybody sees every day, and it's not yeah. going to make any difference. Okay, fantastic thoughts, and let's get to the next one. Is then correct me? One of the things or the key things today is to making your brand stand out is to ensure to tell your story. <laughs> Now, I would like to understand how to do this storytelling, or what are your suggestions? Being an expert on this. Right. So, uh, before I go to the brand, brands telling their story part of it, let's just you know go through what a story is. When before I specifically come to the brands part. Sure. So, you know, stories are supposed to evoke curiosity. They're supposed to engage the audience. They're supposed to uh, generate an emotional connection, create that emotional connection, and stories are supposed to be timeless. you know that is one of the great uh, things about stories now i just connect this timeless bit to the ads you know so we just spoke about the ipl and i'm sure you'll remember ajit that in the earlier seasons of the ipl vodafone used to do something called the zuzu ads yeah i i do remember and everybody loved it i think everybody was catching on it actually okay. and yeah i noticed a lot of people talk about this on social that you know they're missing these zuzu ads and i'm sure if they were to make a comeback today or hopefully in the next season of the ipl people would totally love that because they are an example of simple and effective storytelling more to that point so uh, that just proves you know like how timeless these stories are of course these zuzu ads are old but the moment i mention them i'm sure it brought back some you know remarkable memories for you And no uh, doubts about it. No doubts, and I think sorry, Rachit, to cut you down, but apologies no for it. But uh, you just got me back. I think it's been almost fifteen years of Indian Premier League, and every year they got something new. I think it's been two years in a row where they are not doing anything. Of course, they have their own uh, challenges or they've been going sure. through. But uh, Zuzu ad, and you just ask anybody out here who watches uh, IPL or Indian Premier League, he has to remember. many ads just not one ad out of it and they could just tell stories out of it so well like coming back to your point yeah definitely so that is one thing you know like stories are timeless and that is one aspect that should come out in a brand story as well now the other aspect aspect so earlier uh, we spoke about brands elevating their whole experience for the consumers and this is something that Uh, applies to storytelling as well so there is uh, this app uh, it's called winery tale and you know instead of just giving their consumers a bottle of wine which they uh, you know which they have and enjoy it it takes this whole experience a step further the wine makers can upload information about their uh, about the product the whole story as you know where it is made how it is made what is the process what is the history of the wine onto a platform and that whole thing can be enjoyed and consumed by the consumers by just scanning the wine label they'll be taken on a interactive virtual tour 
of the winery and the whole process, the history of the brand. So that is one way that it's just one example of how brands are, you know, finding newer and newer ways to tell their stories and, and engage consumers today. Oh, very well said, Rachit. No doubt about it. And I think I like the analogy behind it. And I think, uh, yeah, this is very interesting brand that you just mentioned. I need to look at that app. What all about is fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I think the next thing which we really need to cash on or we've been talking about this a lot. What is trend jacking as per you? And then, you know, can you share some of the latest uh, trends into it as per you being the guru out of this? Right. So, yeah. Trend jacking is basically brands catching on anything, anything that people are talking about currently. You know, that could be an I, I, anything that's in the news right now or a movie or a TV show that's trending and that people are talking about. It could be a meme that's doing the rounds on social media and, and you know, using that to promote their brand, to catch the consumer's attention. So that is basically trend jacking. Now, the thing to be careful about trend jacking is, you know, it, it can be a double-edged sword. You don't want to trend jack on adverse and adverse events or unfortunate events because that whole thing will backfire on your brand and the negative impact will be much greater than anything positive that you could have hoped to generate or the whole trend jacking exercise. So... Some of the you know, latest trends that I, I would like to talk about, you know, of course, we all know that we are going through distressing and very turbulent times right now. And in the midst of all this, I see a very interesting trend. Like, of course, uh, everyone's rightly talking about mindfulness, mental wellness and meditation. This is these are very important in today's times where we just hear, you know, uh, upsetting news from uh, all over like when we switch on the television when we check social media so it's we need everyone needs to just step step away from all this for a while now you uh, you'll see this interesting uh, thing where some of these mindfulness apps like calm or headspace they have partnered with streaming platforms to bring out tv series which promote relaxation and meditation so for instance, Calm has partnered with HBO Max to bring out this series called A World of Calm, where they've got Hollywood celebrities narrating sleep stories. And that is coupled with mesmerizing imagery and just a whole soothing experience to put awesome. uh, to relax the viewers. In the same way, Netflix has partnered with Headspace to bring out a couple of series, a guide to meditation and a guide to sleep. So that is something I see is a... It is an example of how brands are trendjacking a positive aspect of something negative that's going on right now, right? So, yeah, right. Absolutely right. And I think uh, you're making a very, very valid point and you're trying to put this context really, really in a nicer way. And uh, of course, yeah, Rachid, yeah. this is pretty interesting. Go ahead. So secondly, one of the things that everyone's again talking about these days and it's it's all the rage are NFTs or non-fungible tokens, which are basically digital properties with, that have been created on a blockchain ledger so that they have a uniqueness about them. They cannot be replicated, right? So here's the thing about NFTs. Like it's, it's a very uh, intensive, like computationally a very intensive process to create 
an NFT and it's it's not a very environment environment friendly process. Uh, so basically, a lot of these organizations and brands are stepping forward to generate environmental awareness using this and also offset the carbon footprint of NFTs, which I think is very interesting. So I'll give a few examples on this. Sure. One of the brands, uh, it's, uh, you know, a bathroom fitting, luxury bathroom fittings brand called Moen. They created, they created five NFTs. You know, th- those were inspired by the five geysers or like five ocean spirals or something. Ge- uh, five geysers, I think, yes. And uh, they auctioned them recently. And uh, I think the auction just got over, in fact, uh, yesterday, I believe. Okay. So that is one thing. And then there was this, there's a David Suzuki Foundation, which says that typically an NFT, a creation of an NFT releases 200 kilograms of, you know, carbon dioxide. So basically they are, they have created a set of environment, uh, they call it nature friendly tokens to, uh, to raise awareness about this and reduce the carbon footprint of an NFT. And then there is another organization it's called Beneath the Waves. What they have done is they have created an NFT and every time a user purchases this, they get tagged to a shark and they can virtually exp- you know, see the shark's activities, a shark going about its daily activities. And that way, Beneath the Waves is achieving two things. They are also promoting conservation of sharks, which are an end- endangered species, of course. And they are promising the consumers a expedition of the caribbean seas which is something really wonderful of course no fantastic yeah Yeah, this is these are some great thoughts that you've been sharing with us yeah these are the couple of trends you know that really stuck out to me and of course there are other news events like you know before the cred ad that we spoke about there was this the ship that was stuck in the Suez canal the ever given if yes right yeah you're right okay great that whole i think ever given has was talk of the town and i think there are many memes many things that turn around i think that was one of the great trend jacking activity which i have seen uh, very wisely been used by b2b as well as b2c uh, segments okay now i think then the, the important question comes is really you know is trend jacking a smart move uh, for you or for the business i would say when it comes to like b2b environments of ours which are very much responsible as you rightly said it's a double edged sword right so how, what do you think about implementing or using it into a right way or what what are your thoughts on it right so here's the thing you know before a business decides to take the ro- ro- route of trend jacking these are the things that they should ask themselves what is the current audience of their brand okay and what they're doing whether it is relevant to that audience or not because in the end that's what matters if they're doing something fancy or innovative and it and the audience completely misses the point then then they don't achieve the desired result of the trend jacking and the whole it's it's just a futile exercise so keeping the audience in mind is one Second thing, whether what they're going to attempt to trend jack, does it fit in with the tonality of the brand so far? You know, because how I see this is, you know, broadly, I divide brands into three categories is brands who have had success with trend jacking and brands who 
you know, have attempted trend jacking in the past and it's backfired and brands who've never attempted trend jacking. So if you're a brand who's in the third category, you know, someone who's never attempted trend jacking, you want to make sure that what you're attempting to trend jack, the whole tonality of the uh, message and what you're planning to send out should fit in with what's the sort of the cultural ethos of your brand. So you need to, you know, whatever you're planning to do, the whole marketing exercise, you need to sort of make sure that it it's approved by your superiors and everybody is on board with it. And it, it goes through various pairs of eyes, basically, because everyone should get the intended meaning and the, this should not backfire. So I think, yeah, definitely those are the things that, you know, you should keep in mind before doing trend jacking. Right, right. So uh, any any suggestions or, you know, how do you really kick these ideas? Because this is not something that uh, you just go one fine day and you start doing it. No, there's a lot of, as you rightly said, it needs an approval. But I think before that, there's a lot of brainstorming and thought process uh, before you get into something which is a trend jacking to think from all the multiple angles, basically, uh, to think what could be the positives or what's the brand image that we're trying to create out of it. So, but how do you nudge the idea? I mean, how do you really get into this, basically? Or how do you kick the ideas out? So, you see something that is, you know, aligned to your line of business and aligned to your brand's values and then try to put a spin on it which will bring your brand into play got it got it yeah i think that's that's a good one so do you have any framework that you could suggest to our audience or something like uh which could help them to you know to try out something or start thinking like not just typical ads just get onto this trend jacking ads or something like this so yeah i mean this is not you know like a typical framework i would say but it's more like sort of a mantra that I, I follow for just is like, you know, marketing in, in general is one is the first part of it is content. You know, you should keep in mind what is the content that you're promoting? What is the format of the content? Is it, is it short format content, long format? Is it text, video, image, GIF, anything? So that is an important thing. So content is one. Second part of this is context. As we, you know, just spoke about, uh, now, the context that, you know, you should be perceived by the outside world the way you're perceiving yourself. There should be no disconnect there. That is very important for any brand at any given point of time. So everything should go in its proper context. The third thing is creativity. Of course, to stand out, you should be creative. You should be different. Otherwise, people are not going to pay attention to you. You know, one of the ways I see this personally, you know, is, you know, if you can make a YouTube ad, which doesn't make me want to skip it, I think you've landed advertising. That's one way I look at it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, very, very nicely narrated. I completely agree. Yeah, I think there so, has to be some excitement. Yeah, go ahead. Definitely. So creativity is one aspect of it. You know, you, as we spoke about, there's multiple elements to storytelling and, you know, there's there should be a hero and a problem to solve. Like here, your brand should be the hero and should the, you know, the protagonist of the story should have a, a problem to solve and your brand should act as the catalyst to solve the problem. So you should get all these storytelling elements in the right order. And of course, 
mix this with a unexpected or a heartwarming ending to really capture your uh, intended audience so we've covered creativity the next part is consistency you've got to be doing this consistently you know you've got to be doing the small things the ordinary things every day that's what will make you think of the bigger ideas the different ideas because you can't just suddenly wake up one morning and decide oh i'm going to <laughs> do like this awesome marketing campaign today that's going Very to start not going to happen so consistency is important you know like they say it's going to get easier but you got to do it every day that's the hard part so consistency makes sense yeah and the last part of it is credibility as a brand you've got to have credibility there's got to be a match between what you're saying your brand's values and your actions if there is no credibility people are not going to believe you they're going to think you're fake you're being you're not going by what you said and that that will create a lot of backlash for you as a brand you definitely don't want that so credibility is very important you deliver on your promises like as a brand you cannot talk about customer satisfaction if your own customer service is bad as an example makes sense credibility makes sense. is important so just to sum it up it's got to be content context creativity consistency and credibility right right so i would say those are the five c's which we need to really look after when we talk about something like this or we really want to jump on to uh, definitely like a trend jacking so this is this is super interesting conversation i'm having with you i i really enjoyed it i'm sure there is uh, always more that we could deep dive into it but from the context of today's discussion thank you so much for you know enlightening and sharing all the thoughts and insights about uh, trend jacking or the social media and you know uh, sharing those some great ideas or great examples that you shared with our audience i'm sure there's a lot to take away from it one last thing what could be the parting thoughts from your side about in general and uh, yeah i have two more favorite questions to ask but let's first understand this from you any parting thoughts what i think or what i believe is it's it's important to be sincere about marketing sincere is different from and it's important to be sincere but not serious about marketing so what i'm saying is you you got to be uh, putting your you know effort and your heart and your mind into work and but you know not take yourself too seriously you got to have fun while doing it and that's when uh, it's going to land perfectly your message and everything will just fall into place so that's what i believe in you know be sincere but not serious <laughs> well i i am going to you take this up and i i'm going to use it somewhere again next time because i love the statement very much okay uh any new hobbies that you have picked up very recently that you would like to share or maybe uh any book or any read that you could point our audiences which is very interesting that you loved it anything of this nature so the last book that i read and this is of course is a very famous novel and a lot of people would have read it but the last book that i read was the kite runner by khalid husseini and of course this is a very uh, kind of emotional story that that you know really pulls at your heartstrings it it was wonderfully written great great no it's definitely a good one i i think i love the book more than the movie basically i i happened to right. saw a movie after i read the book but i didn't enjoy much but yeah that's that's the beauty of the reading book versus watching a, a movie but yeah definitely uh, there are so many nuances <laughs> that you know that don't exactly come out in the movies 
Exactly, exactly. All right. So I think this was super cool having this conversation with you. I really want to give you a big thank you. And, you know, thank you so much for doing this show with us. Uh, well, also, uh, you know, I know we are into a crisis situation. So, yeah, I'm sure everybody uh, out there, we, let's pray for them. And I hope situation goes down at the earliest. Uh, again, thank you so much. You take care of yourself. Also to all my listeners who is listening out there. Thank you so much for listening to us today. I hope everybody uh, is safe and sound out there. Stay safe, stay healthy, keep your near and dear ones close to you. Take care of them. This is Ajit signing it off. Thank you so much for today. Thank you, Ajit. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Sunny Side Up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review us and share these insights with your peers.